ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and friends beyond the binary. Hopefully, ideally, this isn't just a podcast you listen to. It's a podcast you feel a part of uh, or you fall asleep like pondering. It's time for Sleep With Me, podcast that puts you to sleep. Hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what is the rest? If you've never been here before, uh, I'm going to try. Uh, I, I, I'm going to try to orient orient you, but I'll tell you what. It's not going to go well. It'll kind of be like, uh, hey, let me show you these. Let me show you the little Brea tar pits by getting in them. Uh, but what I'm going to try to do is create a safe place. You say, well, these tar pits don't sound so... Well, this is a metaphorical uh, tar, tar pit. So, yeah, I have this tar, tar proof. I, I had it. Anyway, I'm going to try to, to try to create a safe place, slow it down, uh, to take your mind off of whatever's been keeping you up at night, whether it's uh, racing brain, overthinking, thoughts about the past, worries about the future... Concerns about holiday guests, physical pain, emotional turbulence. I'm, I, the only thing I can do is try to take your mind off of that, try to distract you. A lot of the prevailing wisdom says you can't think about two things at once. And, and I think, like, you've got your, you know, you've got a main brain, but then, as I call them, these brain bots, you know, you got a lot of brain bots running around with their own agendas. And most of them are much less nuanced than, like, your central hub. And so the, so I'm going to try to distract those guys. And that's where, you know, I, I can bring the dolls because uh, I don't got to entertain you. That's like a higher bar. This is like a little bit of a lo- lower bar where you'd say I couldn't do that in the conga. But, you know, if you have a brain bot, a spirit, like a little bit like uh, BB-88 or whatever that wonderful droid was called, it, you know, it would shoot right out, you know, it could just drive right under the conga. But, you know, most people say, well, I can't get that low. How low can you go? Not that low. Well, I'd ask you this. How low can you go to sleep? You know, why don't you go all the way to your bed and get as low, you know, and I say, okay, Scoot, you lost me. And I say, well, here's a proposal. I'm going to talk tonight. It's uh, Tonight we're going to take a little trip to the Dickens Fair, return to the Dickens Fair. So heads up, there will be a little bit of background audio and stuff. If you don't like that, I apologize. I'll have a couple other episodes on either side of this one. But uh, and it'll be kind of like I'll be walking through the Dickens Fair, kind of like a Renaissance Fair, but just based on the characters and time period of Dickensian London. And, uh, but, you know, I'll just be making, I'll just be walking through there, which I was really doing, and I'll be commenting and, and making observations. And, you know, it, it, you'll be like, well, it's, it's, he's not a, it's not, he doesn't have vibrant imagery. It's kind of like a, if you took a painting and dipped it in, uh, he's talking about candle dipping. That, that was a highlight of the last episode. Some people were really, and you say, yes, this is kind of like, the, he's like a bit like a drippy painting, his descriptions. You say, okay. And just like sometimes if you're looking at a drippy painting, you might say, well, 
And sometimes you could just stare at that and you're not even thinking. Maybe you're thinking about something else. Maybe you just get that mental numbness, the good kind, where you're just kind of drifted away. And you're not thinking about stuff. You're not there. Uh, you're just kind of like you, you, you've gone to sleep in some sense. Uh, I don't know what my point is. I guess I'm a little off uh, all the time. But, you know, I said, geez, I was hoping to spark a good metaphor in there somewhere. Uh, but that's what I'm going to do. All you got to do is lie down, relax. Uh, this podcast is a little bit different, a little bit strange, a little bit off the beaten path. But really what I want to do is is I want to send, I'm sending my voice and my intention across the deep dark night to try to escort you across this, across the threshold to sleep. Why do I do it? Well, I love telling stories. I'm learning a lot about myself and uh, I'm really growing up as I do the bike. I'm an adult um, and I guess I'll do, get a little indulgent here because you know, I have the gratitude of the holiday season in me when I don't have always have time to participate in all the conversations that are going online. Well, you know, we had this nice conversation with Lisa Kays and she wrote a nice article about it. And, uh, you know, kind of comes up like, geez, I'm not that optimistic or how do I do this podcast? A lot of stuff in there. And then it's like, geez, well, screw you, you sound calm when you're, and I, I think I am in some sense. It's a strange counterintuitive thing, this podcast. It's not an A equals, it's not like, hey, I'm going to put you to sleep. You shoot a shoot a Buddha, lot about a boom. And that's like the magical sleep words, you know, that as long as you take it with the vitamins they sell for $100 a month, you go right to sleep. Uh, I, I mean, I could have done that, and I could probably be, you know, rich and then indicted by now. But I said, oh, let's just skip to the embarrassing part. <laughs> no, really, though, I think the thing is by creating a safe place with this podcast, and I don't want to overuse Greek mythology because I really I did minor in classics in school, and I got a D. Uh, so I don't, you know, I don't really know what I'm talking about. I say, GC, well, you got a semi-degree in that. They say, okay, well, I, I'm going to try to use it. You guys do see, this is a live criticism going on right here. But the thing is by creating this safe place and testing it out and seeing what works to make people feel safe and comfortable enough to trust me to lull you to sleep, uh, the counter, uh, counterintuitive thing I've learned is it's helped me understand what that means or i've had to understand what it means to make it work and a little bit like prometheus and maybe this is like a prometheus promethean narcissism or something maybe but maybe not in a bad way i'm carrying that fire of safety in a, i guess a fire is an apt metaphor uh for creating a safe place because you gather around it gives you warmth it gives you light and traditionally, it's a place where tales are told and you, you snuggle up. And that's the image I use a lot. But like Prometheus, I think he was the guy that took fire from the gods, gave it to the people. Didn't work out good for Prometheus, but worked out pretty good for us. Uh, so maybe I should But But I, I'm able to carry that safe place to my uh, view, view of the world and my life and... Uh, that's, you know, tied into this podcast for sure. But to be able to say, oh, wait, that safe place isn't imaginary. Uh, it is somehow real, and it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense why the podcast works 100% or why 
you know, I've always been, a, you know, a bit of a cynic. And now I'm saying, well, geez, can I, can I look at the world in more than one way? Can I say, oh, wait a second, this, this is real, something that's going on here. And it's not quite understandable. Uh, but can I, can I transfer that? And, and the answer is yes. And uh, so, so I, I don't know, I'm so lucky to be able to do this podcast and to uh, find these intangible things in some sense really are miracles. I, I mean, uh, and say, okay, uh, so this really is some sort of bio, you know, one of those things where everybody, you know, like oxygen and, you know, one of those things, the natural symbi- symbiotic stuff, I think is what I meant. Uh, so that's one of the reasons why I do it. I mean, I didn't know I would get anything out of it, the podcast like that, that it would change my worldview. And I don't mean about politic- politics or stuff like that. I mean, being able to see uh, this new aspect of the world that, that, that I was blind to, uh, and part of that is this safe place that we talk about. See, once he's, he's just talking, it's just a stupid podcast. It's not a safe place. And you shouldn't need a podcast to go to sleep. You should just go to sleep. You know, there's voices like that in our lives, in our heads and in our lives. Um, and I would say that voice, hey, why not try it? Is there any harm here? We're just trying out. I'm just saying it's definitely a safe place. And I say, well, geez, maybe you, why don't you unwind? You, you look, you know. How about I give you an ice cream cone, you know, for, for, you know, bashing my safe place metaphor. Well, what's your favorite ice cream? And then, they, you know, maybe, maybe it's, I bet you it's butter brickle because I don't know a lot of people that like butter brickle or even if that's ice cream flavor. But, you know, grouchy people, they say, yes, yeah, that's my flavor, actually. Okay, well, here you go. I guess some, you know, de-grouching sprinkles. You, you enjoy that ice cream cone. I'm going to finish this uh, real quick. I'll finish this opening up. And then I'll give you another scoop. And that's like the safe place is really maybe learning, hey, hey, let's accept uh, not everybody's perfect. Not everybody's in a good mood all the time. Not a large portion of our brain and our feelings and our emotions. You know, I don't know. I guess the only thing I can do is is tell these stories and learn a little bit each time I do. And the podcast isn't going to work for everybody that listens to it. You know, if you're new here, I, I hope it works for you. You know, I hope I can earn your trust. I hope those of you that listen and I can keep your trust as I try to figure out if if I can do this as a as a job or not over the next year. Uh, but but you know, I'm going to keep trying and I'm going to keep doing what works and keep le- learning, you know, new things and testing new stuff out. And I'm going to keep listening. Uh, but I've already reaped some wonderful rewards because my life has been changed by doing this podcast in some totally unexpected way. And so I'm very thankful. I guess that's one of the, a new reason why I do this podcast. Because uh, it feeds me in some way I, I, I didn't know I was hungry for. And, and, and it is counterintuitive because say, well, geez, what, can you tell me what it is, Scoots? Telling silly stories that puts people to sleep, I don't get it either. And, and I'm a little bit uh, choked up now, but, but, but this really is. It's just like, okay, this is what I do. I try to lull you. I try to dull you. And I try to soothe you off into dreamland. And I treat, appreciate your trust in coming into this uh, safe place and saying, hey, let's see how this goes. You know, whether it works for you. Or whether it doesn't, you know, I appreciate you stopping by. And I really hope 
And I guess in some sense at this point, I wouldn't say I need, but, but maybe I do. I mean, maybe uh, in some sense, maybe, I don't know if I, if need is the right word. But I'm lucky, lucky, lucky to be able to do this podcast. I'm so thankful. And I really hope I help you fall asleep. So thanks for stopping by. All right, housekeeping. We're on web www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. Uh, older episodes can be found there. You can comment on the website. You can email me feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can catch us on Twitter at Dearest Scooter or on Facebook. I want to thank Chris Posty Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful. He does our music and edits some of the episodes. I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer on our artwork. I want to thank our nod raters over at our Facebook group, sleepwithmepodcast.com slash nods. Alexandra, Laura, Lida, Lai, uh, Julie C., Jennifer B., and Rachel L. to the G. I want to thank Latitude on our subreddit or sleepingpodcast.com slash reddit. I want to tell you to make sure you're subscribed to the podcast and whatever catcher you use, or if you can make sure you're subscribed in iTunes, that's a huge help over at sleepingpodcast.com slash iTunes. And I had something else and now I forgot what it was. Uh, but I don't know if, if I think of it, I can add it on. But, uh, you know, let's get on to the show. ...that I have not been through, I don't believe... Grimwald's Grand Exposition. And we're here in Pickwick Place, where that's where we. I started the show. I don't know if the recording started here. But we can see signs for the Sugar Plum Playhouse. Oh, another group that we haven't come across are the Teetotalers. We'll have to keep an eye out for them. But Grimwald's Grand Exposition of Wonders, and here we are. I think this is, I'm not sure if this is the London Docks, but a little puppet show is going on. Roasted chestnuts. Nancy is still, oh, it's Edgar Allan Poe is speaking with Nancy. Edgar Allan Poe is there. Oliver, you know, you know, Oliver seems to be a very um, susceptible young man. I watched Edgar Allan Poe talking to Oliver with a few ladies. So here I am. Maybe the Secret Music Academy here, I think, or a den of iniquity. You can hear the music. I think that is. Club-wielding man just walked by. Is that Bill Sykes? I've stopped my progression. It is. Bill Sykes. Fagan. And a few hangers-on. They've just arrived at Fagan's den. And something seems to be happening... Fagan seems to be seems to be some trouble. Toby, Nancy, some sort of conference, but, but people seem still. The situation seems calm. 
and Mary. There's no trouble yet. Or would there ever be trouble? Or could it only be a joyous tale? This Bill Sykes is about seven feet tall. He's wearing a, a red velvet coat. We're gonna. Fo- I'm gonna follow him. A crumpled cap. He strikes an intimidating figure. Telegraphs for sale. As I follow Sykes, he's a quick walker. Bill Sykes. And I stumbled into Cratchit's yard here where... Magic and Mary is going on. Feats of wonder. I can see... Bill Sykes is here at a a community area where people gather, eat their food. I don't know if they're picking any pockets. Fagan. I'm not sure if that's the Artful Dodger. Just here, an argument between Fagan and Sykes going on in the background. Here in lovely Hollyberry Park, beautiful Hollyberry Park, lovely this time of year. We can have fish and chips and oysters. Tea and scones are available for purchase. Cuthbert tea. And we can just catch the sounds of children playing. Children fencing. Another character I'd like to keep an eye out for is uh, Miss Havisham. We haven't seen Miss Havisham yet. She's another. Oh, there's a printing press here. Looks like there's two printing presses. And they have little. little cards that say Silliness is a Virtue. Elite Printing Company, London. This must be where they print the Challenge Gordon printing press. Very nice. I got a glare from one of the people at the printing press company. And you can also have high tea here at the Cuthbert's Tea Shop. Scones and savories. High tea is at uh, 4 p.m. daily, one seating only. 
You need a reservation for high tea, but what could be finer than high tea in London? I ask you. I do ask you. So as I leave Hollyberry Park, I continue my stroll, passing once again to have a sock house, the home of Charles Dickens. Making my way here at the, I'm not sure what stage this is here. We have a coffee and tea shop. Brown's Fine. Mr. Brown's Fine Coffee and Tea. Gingerbread. Pastries. A stage of dancing and pleasure. Dancing lessons seem to be going on. This is the Silk Road stage where they have the crown and anchor, dancers, Mr. Brown's mummers, waltzes and polkas with the Bruno band. Traditional Irish chants and traditional Middle Eastern dance. here at the Silk Road stage and some live music is about to start up there's dancing about there's a dance floor with with a group of adults and children dancing all in their finest Christmas guard a beautiful stage full of musicians truly, truly inspiring so I have a shop here Wormwood's Workhouse finest and passing down Fagan's Alley. Funny enough, Fagan's Den is somewhere else. But we're on the edge of Med Sales Dockhouse. One of the places full of revelry shows. I'm gonna step in there. There's a pub, an absinthe bar, Mad Sales, Dockside Ale House. This is a, just a large, large place to enjoy. I think this is where uh, also... 
Oh, we have... Uh, this is real music. This is not from an old Disney movie. It's a cappella. a lovely little song here. So that's Mad Sales. Some lovely performances there. You see the time. That must be the uh, brass farthing performing. Quite lovely. And this uh, this alehouse is quite packed. Can hear the the chatter. It's uh, very busy, and excitement is really brewing here in building. So I will slow my walk down even further as I walk quickly by the absinthe bar and see the beautiful peekaboo masks, full of purchasers of masks. Lots of couples shopping for masks together to enhance their masquerading. What could be more delightful? And another beautiful shop over streets. Uh, another fine place for the ladies of London. Passion Flora, Passiflora, actually. Apothecary and ladies' adornments. And also Christmas. Oh, and I could buy my mom. Spoiler alert. I'm buying you, as I do every year, a. What do you call these things? Christmas ornament. Melina, Melina Bay Pewter Shop has a beautiful sperm whale sign. Established uh, set 1973. Beautiful hand carved sign. Okay. I'm on the other side of fiddles and such. Stephen Jones, London. 
everywhere I look, I see smiles on people's faces, grins at the worst case scenario. Transformation at jewelry shop. Telegrams. Taylor jewelry. A tarot card reader in the middle of a reading. Daylight bone pins artwork. Beautiful art. And yet again, I mean, if I find myself after three or four hours here still uh, stumbling upon spots I haven't. I see a group here drinking gin and gambling. Playing poker, I believe. I think these are sailors off duty. They're drinking Patty West gin. They're playing some sort of three card poker. Right on the edge of the West End Cooper. Betting. Making Mary. And a woman is preparing them dinner of all things. Here's the Patty West School of Seamanship. Patty West staged a schedule for the days or today. West nautical music and songs. Sing along shanty session. Coventry carolers. Wonders and atrocities. Delete that. Congress of Wonders. Patty West, nautical music and songs. And Patty West's blowout song set. And they're just getting ready to play. I'll stick here for just a moment or two. Band is warming up. There's families here. Crowd as diverse as the Bay Area is. Of just people looking to be happy and enjoy themselves. The call. Oh, 
The London's police are coming through. A couple bobbies. Oh, and it looks like the Queen is coming through yet again. As they clear out, you'll hear their whistles. Oh, two, more than one Queen sighting in a day. How could I have that honor? But they are making way for the Queen yet again. You'll hear their whistles, I think, as the Paddy's West music plays in the background. Queen waves. She's got a large group with her. Large group of... I guess these would be landed gentry or some sort of gentry. Royals. We could be royals. If only for one day here at the Dickens Fair, it would be the day to do it. Okay, you just had to shake it out. Yet, you know what calls me back. Fagan's Zen calls me back. Now I'll walk by there to see if there's trouble. Back at Fagan's Den, it seems to be empty. And they play out on the streets of London. The entire play of Oliver. The entire play of The Christmas Carol. And speaking of which, holy moly, talk about good luck. Scrooge is here Ebenezer Scrooge on one, on my right and uh, Fagin on my left and now I'm presu- pursuing well, pursuing be the wrong word slowly strolling behind a man in a robe, a floral robe a sleeping cap with a tassel a dressing gown or a sleeping gown And uh, slippers. He uh, is with the ghost of uh, Christmas future, I believe. And uh, it's an ominous, ominous time, I think, for Mr. Scrooge. He walks in silence with a companion all in black. A companion that almost seems to float on the air. But it seems to have Scrooge's best intention at heart. Scrooge walks along. I walk behind him. Through the streets of London. He's paused. I may have just photobombed Ebenezer Scrooge by accident. Yes, I'm photobombing him now intentionally. And I did do that somewhere in the world. Here's a picture of Ebenezer Scrooge and a Christmas ghost with me in the middle holding a microphone.
but still they walk quietly, and I walk with them, one step at a time. And there's another group of people behind me, with me, walking. Slow, languid pace, a pace of contemplation, a place of... I'm waiting for them to visit something, but a visiting... Things from the past, present, or future. And maybe one day a change will occur. But they seem to have headed off somewhere. Somewhere beyond I can follow. Somewhere where only Scrooge can go. Now I'm passing Fagin's den yet again, looking. Hmm. I see something on stage, a, a green pickle-like looking person making my way towards that. Oh, it is a, uh, holy, holy moly. It is a giant caterpillar on a mushroom. And that, I believe, is Alice in Wonderland speaking with, uh, oh, it's in a caterpillar. What is it, that thing? Is that what it is? I'm going to pause it and take a picture. Doing a bit of a reading. So Alice is uh, stomping her foot in protestation, whatever the worm-like creature is, blue, moving about. I'd like to get a good look at the Cheshire Cat. I don't know what point that takes place, though, in the story. Young Alice, holding her hands properly and her locked I don't know if Alice was a member of, uh... She did go boating with, uh... Lewis Carroll. I believe. I don't even know if it was Lewis Carroll, now that I think about it. But as I walk... I wonder what we'll see next. And I wonder if we can track down Ebenezer Scrooge once again. Or... If I could find any teetotalers or troublemakers. I see a few people making their way. Oh, Miss Havisham we're on the lookout for as well. Miss Havisham, Miss Havisham, where art thou, Miss Havisham? In your wedding gown, do you wear a frown? That is my ode to Miss Havisham. Oh, Miss Havisham, would you let me kiss your wrist? Actually, I don't know if I would, because you handle mice and stuff. So not an ode I would share with you, Miss Havisham, when you're feeling blue. I would not tell you. I would not do. I would not say... 
Miss Havisham. I don't think I, you know, you seem intense. I'd like to see Pip, though. wonder if Pip is here. And where would Pip be? I'm back at a pub. Yes, sirree. Miss Havisham, where art thee? So here I am at the edge of town. Meat pie stand, scones and strawberry cream all around. Still doing have a Sam material. That's what I am saying. Look at this. Let's look at the calendar for the Victoria and Albert Music Hall. Uh, there's a show going on in there. They have Pinocchio, All's Well That Ends Badly, Can Can Bijou and Her Majesty's Royal Light Opera Gala, Crummel's Theatrical Revenge of the Bandit Queen, Pandemonia Britannia Royal Opera Gala, And the French Postcard Review, Twice Daily, uh, many characters. This seems to be some sort of tale of villainy. Pop in real quick here. It's one of the wonderful pleasures of the Dickens Fair. It's all of this acting going on in every corner. is immersive. And there's street performances, but there's also shows. And people are giving their all as I step a distance from a stage. You can still hear the powerful desire to entertain and to take you on a journey it's such a such a wonderful thing and a joy to be able to, to take you on this little journey and now just around the corner we stumble upon a uh, another as we just turn the corner we stumble upon a wonderful 
celebration of dance and music. People gathered around. People enjoying their smiling faces everywhere. Smiling as you sleep and rest so well. As I make my way deeper into the fair, cutting through people trying not to photobomb, I return to my entrance here, where, where I did have a... Oh, another person I saw once upon a time was... Yet another person we'll be on the lookout for as we search is... Uh, I, I guess it was Karl Marx I met one time. Once upon a time here. But right now there's a long line. Okay, here we are. We're at Grenadier's Gate where I first encountered my telegraph. A wonderful smell coming out of the soap shop. Personalized Christmas ornaments. Personalized for a person in your life. Personally. By the personal person, you know, writing the things. And Kitty's Jam. Shop with jams and joy. Let's see, you can hear people saying... Again, we walk the docks. Still gambling going on with the children. See a man running. Oh, there's a speech going on in the square here. Or just finishing. Hmm. Shame to miss a speech. A shame, truly a shame. Fagan returning to his den. Oliver probably being manipulated or manipulating. But we're on a walk in pursuit. Oh, yet again, the Queen passes our path. She. she she really does tour London. She's coming our way, and, and that uh, shuts down all traffic. So I will have to step aside. Actually, I will re, re, readjust my direction. thing to think about is the beautiful dress that people are here in London dressed in their finest clothes pins and bonnets neckties ruffles soft fabrics harsh fabrics here I am at the corset shop feathers Wrist, uh, you know, wrist uh, adornments, frills, 
things meant to tickle your imagination here at the Dark Garden. Corset makers. Uh, but this uh, young young lass has even a treasure map as she stands. And she cuts the... the uh, I don't know if you cut a jib, but she cuts the mark of a pirate with her hat and her map to Sea Dog City. And there's another young woman in purple, iridescent green and black, a jug of St. Peter's stout at her side. Very, very, very breathtaking. Not far off of that lane is a shot up I've never seen before. Yet another shop of hats where you can choose from a variety of feathers. I don't see a sign in this shop. They have Santa's hats. They have scarves. And here's the sounds coming out of fiddlers and such. Beautiful, beautiful sounds. There's a sense of frustration and delight when you're in pursuit of people like Scrooge and Miss Havisham. Or you never know if you'll stumble upon them, but I don't know if they operate on a known schedule as they work their way through the fair. But I'm going to peek in mad sales. One time I observed Edgar Allan Poe uh, working his po- poetic magic on some of the some of the ladies of the night here at uh, Mad Sounds. Here I am at the Silk Road stage yet again, enjoying the music. Nickleby Road, music playing. Charles Tickets giving a reading. Fencing lessons going well. A long line for tea. Miss Havisham, where could you be? Oh, Miss Havisham, where art thou being? As I look for you, I wonder if your wedding dress hears wedding bells. Of us are ringing, but I'll keep walking and I'll keep looking for you or Scrooge or I don't maybe that was the one. Did I ever tell you guys this will be the late, late episode? Once a ton of time, my brother and I would come here and make merry and visit the pubs repeatedly but not in any wild way we, we found a man now you can get these telegrams delivered or you can have a flower delivered to your bow and once upon a time we saw a man dressed as the phantom of the opera walking the fair 
fully in character, but we have said, is he so, is he just a patron, or is he, you know, uh, part of the part of the troop? And we never got an answer to that. But as we, he was the greatest, well, maybe not the greatest Phantom, but the most uh, the most uh, flourished Phantom. And at some point, he talked to the telegraph people into letting him deliver roses and he would deliver roses instead of the young men and with a flourish and a bow the phantom and my brother and I followed him with delight it was so wonderful to see as he uh, worked his phantom like magic but we've never seen the phantom again not since so I'm back at Fagan's den There's not much activity, just milling about. There's the Artful Dodgers there. The Artful Dodger chatting it up. Seems to be trying to influence uh, some young people to a life of crime. Happy Christmas. We can hear Nancy holding court. Beautiful candles. We see people on the streets making merry, laughing and joking here. See here at the Green Man Inn where the Queen's barrage of people seem to be. Oh, the queen is sitting. She's taking. Uh, she's giving out flags to the young children who are greeting her. What, what a wonderful, touching moment by the queen. So interested in the youth. At every turn you make, there are just people chitter chattering. The citizens of London holding conversations like it was a regular day. Stumbled upon some lovely music. Wonderful music playing. Some lovely Celtic dance, I believe. and found here. They'll hold your packages if you've misplaced them. A telegraph office where you can get postcard tickets to the postcard show. Stationers. Shirts and candy. Whatever you get. 
a bookshop. Where you can purchase books and prints. Shuttle Creek Weaving. Oh, a puzzle shop. I hadn't encountered this before. Puzzle rings. Aromatherapy talismans. Somewhere there's probably a shop that sells puzzle boxes. Happy Christmas shop. Happy Christmas is what they say here. And they mean it when they say Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas to all. That's my that's my Dickens. Oh, I see a pram here. A child with a traditional pram. Mother pushing in. Wicker pram. Beautiful town, songs kicking off. And still my search continues, my search for Havisham, my search for Scrooge. Christmas packages and whales. Oh, a flying pig on the bone pin sign. Passing a tarot shop. Back at a dark garden where a young lady has a looking glass, a mirror. I wonder what John Berger would say about that. The object of our attention looking at herself in a mirror watch I can't remember what he would say about that in ways of seeing but he would have something to say about that Mr. Berger would performance at Mad Sounds. You can just hear it drifting out. Drifting out of the shop. just uh, stand on the edge here and just catch a little bit of Charles Dickens doing a reading. Reading the Christmas Carol with intensity and joy. I continue my search for Scrooge I'm here on the edge of 
The Adventurers Club. Some gentlemen just talking. You can hear Londoners inside the Adventures Club. Is an artist, a true artist line going on. There's about 40 people in here, maybe 50. All sketching a woman on a stage. A clothed woman. But most of the people are serious. Serious. And a round of the applause for the model. But most of the artists here seem very serious in, in taking the art for real. Oh, there's Cratchit. Oh, I, I've just seen... Just seen Sykes and... She's running away! No! I'm going to follow these two guys that I just heard. A couple of... Uh, I don't know if this is David Copperfield or... I could give you one tip about the fair. Though this is deep in one of the broadcasts, it would be. Happy Christmas! Happy Christmas! Wow, that was lovely. I would say, don't eat lunch here. Just a timing. Uh, Eat lunch, then come to the fair, and then eat eat a early dinner because the crowds around the food right now are very calm. Ideal time to enjoy one of the lovely foods they have here if you do come here at some point. It's also a shop here, two English ladies, where they sell curd, English tea, scone mix, cream, and shortbread. And just here, uh, Artful Dodger. That's the Artful Dodger talking. Here I'm standing, and I don't know if you can hear a small chattering sound. That's the uh, Marvelous Candy Machine by Victor Polanski, blacksmith, scientist, inventor. I fix things. Fellowship Foundry here on Bell Ringer's Row. Not Bell Ringer's Row, not Bell Ringer's Woe. Just lovely to see couples together. Friends, old friends sharing their times. Children. Having fun, 
Oh, portraits by uh, Lewis. A single 45, couple 85, waist length including hands 65. In a sitting of about 20 minutes. Happy Christmas. Lovely kindness bestowed upon strange strangers like myself. And here I am, returned to where it started here at the. Uh, we just met my, my friend that was here at the beginning, and he bookends our tour of London. Here at Fezziwig's. As all things must end, our trip to London looks like it's coming to a close. And I hope this gives you and your family a chance to have a lovely holidays together. And I hope these sounds carry you off into a deep, deep sleep. Such a deep sleep, so restful as you fall asleep. my afternoon at London comes to a close listen to the sounds I can tell you I'm looking at a dance floor Fezziwig and company merchant shipper and warehouse established 1766 there's garland hanging from the ceilings there's a stage full of children grandmothers Mothers and fathers, friends and lovers, dancing, shaking, making merry. And if you're in the Bay Area, there's no doubt you should come down for this. I think it runs through Christmas every weekend. It's about 25 bucks. And it's worth every penny. So, good night. Sleep tight. I don't want to say thank thanks some iTunes uh, reviews or sleepingpodcast.com slash thank iTunes. I want to say thank you to Scrum, Scrum Up Chi, Scrum Up Chi, who says, show me a better podcast. And they're grateful they stumbled across the podcast. And they've relied on other things to fall asleep, but now... Uh, they're not taking anything. 
And though they, they don't always, uh, be, they can't always sleep, and sometimes they're restless. Uh, sometimes this podcast soothes or entertains them, helps them get relaxed at 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 a.m. So hopefully, uh, Scrumpshy will, Scrum, Scrumpshy, I think it's Scrumpshy. Is that the thing for hair? I think that's just scrunchy. But maybe you know, this is from Australia, so maybe there's a scrumptie. It sounds delicious. I'd like to have myself a scrumptie. Uh, but the, the, so that's a nice review. Funnier than five star friend shows. Good sleep tight, sleepyheads. Thank you. And this one is from Mopo. Mopo, the the sleep aid big pharma doesn't want you to know. Oh boy, he said it. Now they're coming for me. Uh, you know, maybe I'll be acquired and then they'll raise my price 5,000%. Yeah, and I say, well, 5,000% of uh, a scooter. How much you earn with the pocket? Well, negative, probably negative $10 a month. That's, you know, not bad. Okay, so negative 10,000 times 10,000. Okay, so maybe they won't acquire me uh, yet, but I know they're thinking, you know, but they, they, they say, geez, uh, they had a prescription. It was sixty-five a month. That's like almost a G, you know, a thousand a year, seven eighty. And this podcast could be habit-forming too. They don't know how I make a living. Well, I don't right now. One day, uh, probably I will. Uh, hopefully, as try to figure out like sponsors and donations and stuff. But we try to keep it free, you know, overall. And they say, like, the quote, Coach McGuirk uh, review from earlier on. And it's a nice review. Save yourself hundreds of dollars a year. Subscribe to this podcast. Thank you, Mopo. Uh, limp, Limpo Boto, Bato. Lim, Limpian Bato. That's what it is. Limpian Bato. Enjoyed the Dickens episode. And they want to express their gratitude, and they think it's funny. Thank you. Uh, beautifully, weirdly soothing. Wow, that's that sums up the podcast for sure. And that's from Fabulous Me. Oh, I just said I just said I'm fabulous. That was the nicest thing I said about myself in Fabulous Me. Scooter used a bumbling, stammering style to distract so the mind doesn't wander on its own. His style makes this as I like this. Did I doze? It makes me feel like, did I doze off? Did he change subjects? Well, maybe I'll doze again. So thank you so much. Uh, Then we have stars with a Z9601. So that's a star-based brain bot. Best sleep aid podcast they've listened to. At the advice of their doctor, they just said a meditation podcast, but they didn't work. And they said, this is like, you know, this did work. They fell asleep. So that's great. Thanks, stars. Uh, this one's from Mexico, Mexican Hoovian. So we got a Doctor Who fan in a little, just south of us and our lovely neighbor to the south. They say it's great. And they don't know how we do, I do it. Yeah, well, I'm trying, but that's how I do it. Miss man. Mumble, mumble bear style. Thank you, Mexican Hoovian. Email overload says, uh, this podcast makes me go Z's. Uh, one night they put it on, and then at first they weren't sure, but then their mind said, uh, bingo, this is it. And they've been using it for three months. Thank you. Uh, PX McPhee, 
He asked McPhee from Canada, says uh, it was Slipaka a lifesaver. Their sister told him about it. And they laughed at the description, but now they fall asleep. Hugs and kisses. Who knew you could go on about paper towels? You should, you should hear my brain all day long goes on about stuff like that. Uh, then we have Matt, 3291. It's a brain bot, but probably from Mad Magazine, though, not a mad person. They say it's sleep heaven. You won't last 10 minutes. Perfect way to fall asleep. Thank you. Uh, over here we have Join the Pilgrimage from the U.S. of A., Really helps. They have anxiety and insomnia. Wow, that's a rough combo. Thank you. Uh, Easy me met Easy met uh, says from the UK says they can't imagine sleeping without it. Big brother B from the USA. Life changing. Silly. At first, thank you. Uh, then we have Kai Kai, Kai Diana or K Y Diana. Uh, it makes me, you know, I won't sing any Michael Jackson, but it makes me want to sing. It calms their nerves. Uh, sometimes they, oh, they don't use it to fall asleep, but to go through piles of paperwork. That's pretty good. I like podcasts for uh, uh, painful organizing tasks, too. I've been using uh, 99% Invisible to organize some stuff at work, and it really works. It just, just turned into a, and, and, you know, I highly recommend that one. Uh, my ADHD, the neon one. I don't know if everybody's ch- I should have mentioned at the top of the show. Claude Neon. I'll talk about it in the intro. Uh, but their brain, you know, they have ADHD. Thank you, Kai Diana. Uh, this is from a neurology resident and an insomniac from the USA. 30-hour shifts in their residency program. But they, you know, then they go to go to sleep and their mind's racing. Uh, they've tried a... Uh, CBT, yoga, exercise meds, and it's worked. I agree. Yeah, best sleep aid around. That's from Hufflepuff. That's like a lot of letters. Probably, okay, I'll try it. F-T-H. I got to zoom in. Hif, tif, kif, digido, ots, kif, fluffy. That's from the U.S. of A. Fluffy. I'll just call you fluffy. They've been using this for a year, sweet, and there's no gimmicks here. Just a boring, that's the only gimmick, uh, you know. I'm real dull, and, uh, you know, I can expound on my own natural dullness. A uh, boring companion that lulls you to sleep. Please give it a shot. Wow, thank you. Uh, here we go, another one's coming up here from Jillian0294. So helpful. Uh, they have insomnia medication, but they can't take it every night, you know, because they got to get up and get, be ready to go some days. And so this helps. I recommend. Thank you. Uh, good golly, this review was from Miss Bali. You know, I couldn't resist saying that. Good golly, Miss Bali. Uh, good golly, Miss Bali from Australia says, sweetly, strangely, spurific. A sport, a support. I can't say that word. Spor, sub, so, you know what I mean? Sport. But yeah, you know, alliteration, stilliteration, what does Scooter use? Alliteration? Well, it's stilliteration because he kind of fumbles it a little. Uh, but they love the, oh wow, this is a deep one. I love the fact, yes, like getting keys to an old abandoned house and exploring its nooks and crannies, except the house of Scooter's brain. That's pretty accurate, and it's rambling and wacky. Sometimes a bit too funny, but somehow it works, and they wake up with drool on their face. And they wish they lived next door to me. I sound a little bit like Stone Doe and Wilson. Thank you. 
uh, De Gooder, I know who that is, it's Damon Dan, the backup, and he says, strange, but it really works. It has lots of trouble sleeping, but listening over a year. Thank you, Damon D. Uh, this is Leah, Leah, Leah. It's two Leahs with a Leah at the end. It works. Thankful for the podcast. I'm thankful for reviews like yours. Thank you. And Leah, Leah, Leah was from Canada. Uh, subscribe now. That's from Trouble No Sleep uh, from the U.S. of A. Who says they've had trouble sleeping for a long time, but now they don't get through a whole episode. They stumbled on it a month ago. And at first it felt weird to listen to some guy just talk, uh, but it was like their mind a little bit. So they end up falling asleep faster with each night. And now they don't know what happens, but they're happy they found the podcast. It meant the world to you. Thank you. Scooter puts so much thought in each episode. Well, work. I don't know if thoughts is the right way to describe it, but I appreciate the benefit of the doubt. And sometimes they wake up and they hear me telling them to rest their minds. Thank you. Uh, Mr. Roger P-Y-N-Y from the USA says they love this crazy podcast. Uh, Ruar Jekula says it puts them to sleep from the USA. It's a real thing. I uh, keep falling asleep. That's from JX478YS. And they like, this is funny. I don't know if this is a joke. They say, I've been waiting to hear how Roberta Cross is doing by fall asleep so fast. Thank you, Skip. That's pretty funny if it's on purpose, even if it's not. But I bet you it's on purpose. That's funny. Uh, easy to sleep. That's from John Green 11 from the UK. Thank you, John Green 11. I wonder if that's one of John Green's brain bots. If it is, you know, wake John Green up, tell him we're big fans of his over here. Uh, great job. Gets you back to sleep. Thank you. Pony up. I think I think we're caught up here. Yeah, Bakey Poo and Pony up. Thank you all for the reviews. And then over on Twitter, I want to say hi to Kimberly. Yeah, and good night. Uh, good night to the bug. Good night, Kathleen W. Good night, Babs. Catherine C. Willow. Good night, Lab. Sully. Trump back, good night. I hope things are smoothing out for you. T, Wither and Bloom, good night. Zem dude, keep chilling, bro. Mike D, I hope thing you know, I hope uh, I hope that was a pun, but you know, I hope you know the things start you got that beard. You know, it should be working for you. Uh Lori B, good night, thank you. She chemist. You get you got the chemistry that makes my Twitter feed smile. Joey K, good night. Uh, ben Ben M, good night. Uh, Happy Mom, good night. Ella H, good night. Mary Beth, good night. Ashley. Christy, good night. Matt Hurt, good night. Lisa K, good night. Matthew, good night. Lori, good night. Uh, Carla, good night, and Nuclear, nuclear Testa, good night. Uh, I want to say good night to uh, Robin, Sinza, Julie C. Shabby, good night to Corey, uh, uh, good night to Anya, Jennifer D., Cammie, Stacy, Nancy, good night, 
Ellen, good night. Cheryl, good night. Uh, Shelly, good night. Lori, good night. Laura, good night. Julia, good night. Pat H., good night. Uh, Kevin F., my cousin, good night. Emily, good night. Kelly L. to the end, good night. Sarah B., good night. And Maureen C., good night.